All right, everybody. Hello there, and thank you for joining us here at the Lions Guide. And I got to tell you, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. And that's something that struck me once. A friend of mine said that, um, and, and that applies to all things, right? The clock's always ticking. So it's really important to have that, you know, the power of a growth mindset. And today we're going to talk about just that, the, the power of the growth mindset, the necessity of the growth mindset. And we'll dive into that in it's really important area. It's actually one of the uh, Lions Guide core values. So we're picking up on that, the, our core values today uh, with this topic. So quick, who am I? If this is your first time here, welcome. Uh, I'm Dale Walls, founder of Lions Guide. And I'm here on the collective with co-founder Jay Teagues. And uh, he's our high performance development director here at Lions Guide. And he founded The Forge, which would be a part of our conversation a little bit today and in, in where it means to kind of have that growth mindset and the importance of being surrounded by other uh, growth minded people. Uh, what is Lions Guide? Well, Lions Guide is here to empower everyday people to be world-class leaders. And you go, well, what the heck are you talking about? Well, look, your leadership is what enables you to accomplish your goals, whether it's in your career, in your business, in your team, and your with your family, and your personal life, you know, as far as your goals and objectives there. And, you know, so your leadership is what's going to get you there. And, and we're here to help you be that world-class leader that you need in your world, right? We're not trying to build Jeff Bezos. Well, maybe you will be, I don't know. Great. Good for you. But we're really talking about how you have the complete power over your world and you leading the way to get there. So um, if we're uh, talking about you know, your life and your growth and accomplishing your goals, right? We're talking about your leadership. If we're talking about, you know, you're a business owner or you're an executive in an organization and you've got, you know, missions and objectives and KPIs to get, right? Like your leadership is going to get that done. You know, if you run an organization, the success of your organization is going to come down to your leaders, right? So leadership is everywhere. It's all encompassing. And that's what Lions Guide and the team here is all about. So if you need help in any of those areas, whether it's leading yourself or leading other better others better or getting your team to lead others better, uh, go to lionsguide.com. Check out what we're doing between our Forge community, our mastery programs, and our uh, business and organization organizational leader workshops. Enough of all that. Jay. What's hey, up? Good morning. You're back, you're back yeah. from New Zealand. You got a tan. You're you're uh, still wet behind the ears from swimming with the sharks and all that good stuff. Man. Yeah, so, I'm back. It was a great time, and uh, yeah, glad to be here. I love that. Uh, if you're not growing, you're dying. Right? It's so true. It's so mm. true in so many ways. I'm ready to dive into the, uh, today's topic. Yeah, so dive into it, man. Like, I mean, you're you're the guy. You're the guy. You know, as far as like the power of personal development and growth and what that means, how it impacts. I guess yeah. not only you individually, but the people that are around you. So the floor is yours, my friend. Yeah. When I think about personal growth and development, like I, I consider myself a late bloomer. It wasn't until I was 34 where I started like really reading books intentionally. Unless, you know, I, I've read some books over the years, but it was because a college professor told me I needed to read this book. And even then I was like kicking and screaming or being in the military. There's always the commander's reading list. Like, ah, I don't need, I don't need any of that stuff. Right. And, uh, but it wasn't until I got to my low point, you know, where, you know, where I was dying. Like I, I literally was getting to that, like depressed, you know, at the, you look at Abraham Hicks, like emotional states, right. The very bottom of the barrel where I had suicide ideation. It was, it was bad. And I look at, you know, when I look at all the struggles in life that I had, the common denominator was me. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not tapping out, although I was thinking about it, I'm not doing that. What do I need to change? Okay, well, I need to 
look at inventory, my habits, inventory, what I'm doing with my time. And, you know, one of the things I started picking up was reading. I, I picked up a book called The Slide Edge from a mentor. And in that book, it talks just about the fact if you're not growing your diet, like nothing is steady state, like you're either um, improving or you're declining. That steady state is just a snapshot in time. And in that book, it talked about committing to 10 pages a day. And that's what I what that's what I've been doing ever since. And, you know, I've learned that books can fundamentally change the trajectory of your life. And it's important to, to become a student. So I went from not reading at all, kind of downplaying, maybe even make poking fun at people that did, to being a voracious reader myself. And it led me down this path of coaching because it made it, it changed the trajectory of my life. And I know that it has for other people as well. And so I'm very passionate about this topic because I think that we need to be lifelong learners. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because the world's still spinning, right? Like it's just... Mm -hmm you know, things are happening constantly. And I think like, you know, where you and I have come to meet each other and kind of being on this growth journey ourselves, you know, in my empathy for people in leadership roles or people trying to get like, it's, it's nothing's easy, man. Like, you know, things are simple, but nothing's easy. And you've got to be constantly rising to the challenge. I mean, it, because it, and also it's not, um, it, it's not, uh, you know, if you're like, I'm in the middle of baseball, started getting started with baseball season here with the, the youth programs. Right. And so you know, if you would imagine like you're at the plate and pitchers throwing one ball at a time at you, but life's not like that. Yeah. There's, there's a more than one pitcher, probably a dozen pitchers throwing balls at you at one time. Right. Like you gotta, and you've got to rise to that. And, and if you're not like working on yourself to like, you know, sharpen the sword, sharpen the saw, like get better, um, you know, it doesn't get any better, right? It just, it stays just as hard and you might be getting experience along the way, whether you're dealing with those things, but you've really got to be working on yourself to kind of, you know, be able to contend with those challenges. And, and, and if you don't have challenges now, you just wait, man, like it's, you know, you're never without the next challenge waiting for you around the corner. Um, yeah. so, you know, it's, it's that whole thing. Um, and I love all the personalities in this. And I would say like, I, you know, uh, Jocko got me back into reading, you know, just with the, you know, I think I listened to him on Rogan and they talked about extreme ownership and I, I picked that book up and that just got me going again. And that was like book after book, after book, after book, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I think like reading, and I'm glad you bring that up because a lot of people are reluctant, you know, to, to read, like, I don't know. It goes back to that. Chris, I don't know if you listen to Chris Rock stand up back in the day, like in the nineties, he had like stand up and he's like, books are kryptonite, man. We're not reading them books. You know, I don't know that. People say, Hey, do you know whatever? He goes, man, I don't know that. And he was like, it's something to be proud of, like not like touching books, yeah. you know? And, um, you know, and I, I, I'm like you, I was kind of like that a little bit. Like, man, I don't have time for that. Like I don't read, read books, nerds read books. And yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, you know, one thing I would say for that, it really helped me was a lot of the way I was thinking, because you say this all the time, right? Like only like one in 10 people will kind of have like that growth mindset and working on themselves, right? So so you're in this lonely spot. You got these demands on you. But I noticed one thing that books did for me was like affirm my way of thinking, right? Like if you're reading like development books, leadership development books, personal development books, right? Um, it it You're not the only one that thinks this way, right? You're not the only one that has certain ideas or whatever. But one of the things that helped me was just affirming that someone else out there like 
thought that way too, or whatever, if that makes sense. Not in addition to like all the things I've learned from it, but, but it just, it was, it was, it was two sides to that coin for me, as far as growth and reading. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel that knowledge, I mean, I heard it growing up. Knowledge is power. They, they taught us that in elementary school, right? It was like, ah, whatever. Okay. But really, it truly, it truly is. As I become older and wiser and have had some life experiences, you know, the, the knowledge and the wisdom that I have gained from reading books, listening to podcasts, having engaging conversations has given me more options when challenges come my way, or it's made me more resilient because I can think, I just think differently. And I think that's a force multiplier. I mean, everything starts with your mindset. And I think it just amplifies the amount of tools that you have for life's challenges. And, you know, there may, there's things in books that I don't always agree with. There's different methodologies that I've been, uh, you know, I, I have become familiar with. And there's certain things that I kind of gravitate toward that feel like me, but I feel like I have a lot of options. And I'm going to butcher this quote, but one of my favorite quotes from uh, John, uh, former General Mattis, was that if you're not a, if you don't read hundreds of books, you're functionally illiterate because you're not going to have the knowledge that you need to sustain you. And he was known as the, 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 the monk, right? The, the warrior monk because of all of the books that he read. And he always talked about like, you know, in every situation in command, he was able to, you know, there was history repeats itself. And he was always able to account for another situation that would give him some insight or thought or that would ultimately enhance his leadership Mm -hmm. uh, and and gave him, you know, uh, uh, gave him something to think about when he made his decisions. And that's what I think of reading books. Like people, you know, write about their problems. They give you frameworks and tools to help you overcome challenges. I think it's uh, it, it's important to be a student. You know, it's like tapping into and right. Like this is what libraries were. Like this is what books were. This is what libraries were. You're like tapping into uh, the vast amount of human knowledge and experience, yeah. right? Like the collective, like the collective of human knowledge and experience even going back thousands of years, right? You got meditations from Marcus Aurelius, which is like his, his journal, right? Like the things that he was telling himself, you know, to, you know, as the um, emperor room or whatever, yeah. um, you, you know, and because that's something general Mattis like cares, carries around this pocket. Like that's, that's his EDC. That's his everyday carry is, is yeah, uh, yeah. meditations. It's a good book. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, and, 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 and I would say I'll co-sign that point, right? Like, you know, you only, you're limited to your experience, but if you're reading now, you're exposed to other people's experiences. So what happens when you get into situations, you're going to tap into your experience some way, shape or form. So if you've tapped into other people's experiences, you're thus more capable to, to handle it. You, you kind of been there before. And even if you're reading you know, these stories or lessons learned or insights from other uh, people, right? You're, then when you're in that situation, you've got something to relate to, you know, if you've never been there before or you're trying to get better. I mean, I definitely have read a lot where I go, oh, yeah, that's, I screwed that one up. You know, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, it, that was yeah, I made that bad, you know, stuff like that where you go, you know, where you kind of relate and, you know, see the mistakes, you know, uh, even like you said, podcasts, another great place for people to grow. Right. It's mm-hmm. it's also exposure. Right. It's exposure. I know. Uh, your podcast, the Do Hard Things podcast, and the Lions Guy podcast, and the other ones, like we're out there to tell, let people tell their stories and share those insights and lessons learned. And you know, if you're not a sit down reader, like podcasts are a great way to kind of get 
exposure. Um, I'd say podcasts are what kind of got me uh, kind of excited about reading it because you just want to learn more, right? Because a lot of podcast guests are authors, right? And you know, you're getting a fraction of you know the the value from them. It's like, oh crap, man, I'm going to get that book because I want I want to hear it all. You know, I want the whole story. Yeah, yeah. And I think that uh, you know there might be somebody listening that's like, oh, I just don't have time for books. I just don't have, I just really don't want to do that. And I, I am not. Um, I, I know you 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 talk about you read for an hour at a time. I don't ever hardly ever read that long. I might read maybe twenty minutes. I'm, I'm ten pages or less. Or even on my busiest day, maybe I'll go until I get a nugget where I have that aha moment and I think about it. That's that's really my rhythm. So it doesn't have to be something that's you know. Like you got to give up a big portion of your life to do this. You know, it's like taking advantage if you got a short commute to work or, you know, even to the store across town, like 10 minutes, you know, just listening to something positive versus music. You can gain those old nuggets. They accumulate over time. And uh, it's just an easy way to, to gain some additional knowledge. Yeah. Uh, what else? So aside from like reading and podcasts, like where else do you kind of source, you know, where, where else do you feed your growth mindset? Well, I'm I'm a, a fan of like historical movies. I'm kind of a nerd and a geek, and I I I I am fascinated with like military history, especially like World War II type mm. um, movies. And so I have to watch things that are historical. I really don't care that much for sci-fi type uh, things. And so that's another way that kind of like I, I just feel like I'm I can. When I read something, I can actually put something to it, especially if it's historical. I can put uh, it, it gives it paints me a, a better picture. Uh, I, I like um, what else do I what I do? I uh, I mean, engaging in conversation, right? Being involved in in growth mindset groups where I can actually talk and have conversations. Like I really enjoy book clubs where not only do I read the book, but then we have a conversation about it where I can get an opinion or point of view from someone else. So those are two other ways that I like to dissect information and share knowledge. Yeah. It's the, it's, it's the beach ball effect yet again, right? Like, you know, how we all see the different colors of the panel on the beach ball, depending on what side we're sitting on. So yeah. like being able to talk with someone else about the book that you're reading, right? Again, right. We're talking about reading something and you're picking up all the insights and lessons learned from the author, but now if you're sharing in that reading experience and you're also getting the perspective on those lessons and insights from someone else. Yeah. It, yeah. man, it's, it's compounding. Like it's just, it's, it's perspective, it's awareness, it's growth, I guess. So talk to me about the importance of the growth mindset. Like, you know, when it comes to things like this, I like to think about like, what's the, what's the outcome of having a growth mindset and doing these things and what's the outcome of not, doing these things. Yeah. Well, I can speak to when I weren't, wasn't doing these things as consistently. I just felt like I was engaged in a lot of activities that weren't useful to me. You know, I drinking more, I was probably watching more junk TV. I was probably, I felt like I was more distracted. I felt like I was really, I was seeking much more entertainment. That was the time I was playing a lot of video games. It was all like forms of escapism. I guess a, a different form because a book can be a form of escapism as well. But I think I, I, I get more that's useful to me from reading and engaging in these other growth mind activities versus not. And I feel that my life is infinitely better. I feel like I'm happier having not because if I have that knowledge, 
you know, one of the things I didn't really realize, but it's very fulfilling for me is because I have such a wide breadth of knowledge now, I can recommend a book or something when someone's having a problem or give them some advice because of something that I have sourced. I, I have become wise, I guess, um, where I used to be a wise ass. Now I'm a wise guy. Like I can, I can give some like uh, feedback and, and help somebody. Whereas before I can, I, I couldn't, I didn't really, you know, I don't know. I don't know how you deal with that. I'm, I'm struggling myself. <laughs> so those are some of the differences that I've noticed over time. Yeah. You know, and it's, um, and I guess what about the physical side, right? Were you always challenging yourself? Uh, you know, cause this, this is, we're talking, we've talked a lot about the mental aspect of it, but like challenging yourself physically from a growth perspective, right? Like where does that fit in? How's that? Yeah, well, I, you know, I've always been one to like really like push myself pretty hard in the gym and in and, and, and these endurance events. And I used to injure myself a lot running. I'm a bigger guy. I'm 6'4". I've, I've been around the 200 mark. So I'm a, I'm a Clydesdale. And I had a lot of running injuries over the years. I'm like, you know, I need to figure out how do I stop? I love running. I love being out and doing these activities. What do I need to do? So I started learning about running. I started listening to podcasts. I started reading. I went and pursued a couple certifications. I became a running coach and I started, you know, my, my uh, running uh, program is run smarter, not harder. That's just my mantra is the run smart uh, project and to help runners run smarter. And what I learned is that, you know, you can be the bull in the China shop and just really just like get up and get after it and just, but if you actually slowed down and incorporated a couple mm -hmm. principles, like, it will actually make you run further, faster, further. And so doing things a little bit more wisely, making best you, being more efficient, if you will, um, has made, you know, even my my health and wellness better. It's it's made me a better uh, a better athlete because I have more knowledge. And so that's that's how it's helped me. What, what about you? Uh, yeah, likewise. I mean, I think physically, um, again, it goes back to like you don't know what you don't know. Right. You know, so, so, you know, I came from tech, right. And in tech, there's a ton of like certifications from Microsoft and Cisco and all that stuff. And there's folks that I would come across in this space that would be like, I've been doing this 20 years. I don't need to do those stupid certifications. And I go, look, you only know what you know, right? Like in the last 10 years or however long you've been doing this, you only know what you've been exposed to. So by picking up and, and reading, you know, and taking these certifications and challenging yourselves like th that, those certifications um, are exposing you to the things you have yet to see, right? So there's both knowledge and experience, right? Like, so, so we're constantly growing through our hope, you know, look, here's another thing we haven't talked about, like getting out and going new places and all that stuff. Like that's, that's a little bit of a growth mindset too, right? Having yeah. the courage to venture into the unknown or check out new places because, you know, that does, that's a ton of benefit to you. Like, you know, shaking up your neuro pathways, giving you new scene, like that's that. But, but similarly, right? Like, you know, I used to tell them like, look, man, don't count out the fact that there's other stuff that you could know out there that you just mm -hmm. haven't been exposed to yet. Um, and I think physically same, like I've been really hooked on um, uh, the Huberman Huberman labs or whatever recently. Cause he goes, it like scientifically goes into all these physical areas. And I've been literally like, listen, he, he's a podcast now that I stop and I like have a notebook and listen to it and try to like take notes in um, because it's like, you know, kind of like peer reviewed scientific studies, like, Hey, you know, uh, as far as like workouts or eating salt and sugar and, mm -hmm. and kind of going, Hey, 
Uh, I know he was talking about like stretching was one because I, I don't I don't do good stretching at all because I don't know. I don't know what I should be doing. What's right? What's wrong? I don't know. Yeah, so yeah. I was listening to his stuff and, and he kind of points out like where the the minimum to have an effect and the maximum where you're there's no added effect. Right. Like the way he talks about things is sort of like how long you stretch. He's like, well, you know, if you're not holding for at least this long, it's you're not getting any benefit out of it. But if you're holding longer than this, you're not getting any more benefit out of it. So it was good to kind of like start to narrow in um, like how I'm spending my time as far as like my diet, nutrition and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's just stuff I just don't know, you know, and it's just trying to learn and, gr and grow. You know, he, he was recently on the uh, Tim Ferriss program and I, I didn't know about Huberman until you started talking to him. So I've listened to a couple of his podcasts and I heard him on Tim Ferriss, which is a podcast that I listen to. And what I appreciate about both of them, I can sense that there's this efficiency, like be smart so you can do things more efficiently, which gives you more time and you won't over, you won't injure yourself or, you know, have these other problems with overdoing things. Yeah. And uh, I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. He um like, yeah. One of the things I've taken from like, he, he's got a few episodes on like uh strength and endurance and like these different, again, stuff where you can kind of pluck out what he calls protocols, like, you know, th those efficiencies, but he did do a dedicated episode that was a little bit more of a collective of a few different ones going, Hey, this is how you work in your VO two max training. Here's how you work in your endurance training. Here's how you work in your, you know, resistance training. And, and I, and that was one, I really sat down and built my current like weekly, you know, exercise, like off of like peer reviewed studies, you know, per, you know, Huberman, who's a, you know, Stanford, you know, <laughs> professor. And this is all he does. He's sitting in his lab all day, like reading yeah. peer reviewed studies and whatever. And, and I, what I like about him is he's very, um, he's very honest. Like he's not buying any one way or whatever he, he'll say, like, look, I, I'm, I'm going to give you this info, but I don't think this was as good a study as it could have been or something. Right. So, you, so he's even got his own objectivities in there. So, um, but, but again, that's still like, we're, you know, knowledge meets physical in, you know, like in, like you said, efficiencies, you know, learn, yeah, learn what yeah. not to do, you know? Yeah. Now, one of my favorite books is uh, mindset. I think it's by, is it by Dweck? I think Carol Dweck, uh, but it talks, she talks about having a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And some people out there have a fixed mindset. They, they believe that they're not going to learn anything. They don't need to do it. They don't need to, they don't need to travel and, but you're missing out on a lot when you're locked in and you have that type of mindset versus a growth mindset versus being a student, just having a general curiosity about things. And the more that I have engaged in personal growth, because I think I used I think you can unlock your fixed mindset and foster and grow a growth mindset. The more that you engage in these activities of learning and being open minded. I mean, I've changed my perspectives politically. I've changed my perspectives on things that are happening in the world because I've had conversation and it really boils down to being just having a general curiosity about life and how things work. And that curiosity has just really opened up my mind to so many different opportunities and different ways of doing things than, than I, you know, would have done before. Like, you know, I, I don't know, as I transition from the military and I'm doing this, I'm not working a typical nine to five. I mean, that was what I was destined to do. I knew that I was going to do that because I didn't think that there was another way of doing things. And I've learned through my own journey that, you know what, there's not, you know, that, that's just, I, I'm going to try this and see if this works. And 
I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm more open-minded to things and trying things because of that growth mindset. Yeah. And, and I think like what you're saying is like, you've exposed yourself to, to more like, aha, like, Oh man, like stuff that, that shifted your mindset just through knowledge and perspective that you have become more open-minded because, you know, right. Like you read stuff and you go, wow, okay, geez, I had that wrong. Or man, I never knew that. Right. Or whatever. And it kind of like humbles you a little bit. I think like when you're interacting with people where, like you said, you're a little bit more curious rather than like from a position of static, you know, yeah. uh, you know, you're static and and you take a position of judgment because it's, it's a, a differing view than what you're used to or how you yeah. feel or whatever. Um, because I think like, you know, there's a, there's like a rap song and one of the lines is like, like we all live in the same building. We just have different views. Right. And, and I really love that because like, that's, that's really life, you know, like we just have all of our own different exposures and experiences. And, and that's another way of saying the beach ball, right. We're all just looking at the same beach ball from different angles. And it's important to, to, to be ready to ask like, well, how do you see it? Right. You know, yeah. or, you know, just because, you, you gotta, you gotta know, like, you don't know everything like, you know, it, it, from a leadership perspective, it's great to put this question in your arsenal. Hey guys, what am I missing? <laughs> like, you know, like, what am I missing here? You know, is, is, am I seeing this correctly? Right. You know, um, because chances are you, you might be, you know, and you need that feedback and perspective from your team. Yeah. I, I want to know how people got to their opinion or their viewpoint on things. Like, I want to, how did you, how did you get there? Because I understand that people have different experiences and yeah, from a leadership perspective, there's a lot of blind spots, you know, and I was thinking, no, why, why did the New York Yankees have a coach, right? They have a leader, right? Because he doesn't play, he's not actively playing on the team and you got the world's best players. Why, why do they need that? Well, because that, that coach can see things the players can't see in themselves and just by maximizing and optimizing things, you know, it can make the team play better, you know? So we have to acknowledge that we have some blind spots and we need someone to kind of help us, you know, see them. And um, yeah. So. Yeah. And if you're not open-minded, if you're not ready to, and open to grow, like your ability to accept that value, right. Cause I'm gonna call it what it is. It's value. Like yeah. you don't have to use it and you don't have to adopt it, but, but knowing that perspective exists is even of value, right? Like you don't need to change positions. It's like, you know, again, like you said, people come from different paths and they landed at that conclusion or that perspective because of their path to get there. Um, that doesn't make it wrong. It doesn't make it right. But you just you're you aware, you're aware like you you were talking before, like the green, the colors and all that stuff that Nadine does and all that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Just that just that point of awareness. Color, like, yeah. yeah. Like just having that growth mindset to be open to like, hey, not everyone thinks like you do or acts like you do. Right. Like, you know, that's yeah. Yeah. That's a part of a growth mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, and I, you know, I guess to, to the point of why it's one of our values, because we don't believe it's a once in a while thing. It's something, it's a campaign, it's a discipline, like a martial art. Like it's not something you do to, to earn a promotion, then you stop. It's, it needs to be a lifelong commitment to learning because we feel that's going to make you a better leader and it's going to enhance your life. And so that commitment is, you know, it's, it needs to be as important as your exercise routine. It needs to be as important as paying your bills. It needs to be, it needs to be up there as a priority, not just, oh, well, I'll just kind of get to it here or there because it, we know that it will absolutely enhance your life. Yeah. And that's, and that's to say, right. We're not here saying you're not good enough. We're sitting here saying 
we can always be better. Right. And that's what the commitment to growth is like, no matter where you are, you can always be better. And again, you're always on the clock. So, you know, you see things change as far as growth, be it physically or mentally, even as we age, you know, because we're up against different challenges. So, so our growth strategies have to change over time, but, but we've always got to be growing. Like we always could be better. Um, you know, so I guess, uh, with that said, man, do give us a two minute drill on the forge and stuff you're working on. All right. So the, uh, the forge, this is, uh, you know, our mission to empower everyday people to become world-class leaders. We wanted to, you know, create a tribe and a community that provided, you know, uh, some level of accountability, uh, networking frameworks and challenge. So the, uh, the, 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 let's talk about the network. We want to collect, you know, those growth minded people with only one in 10 people engaged in personal growth and development. It can feel lonely out there. You know, you can, you know, you can ask your, I see people ask questions uh, out in social media and people, you got the trolls coming in and making you feel like garbage, right. For asking the question, you know, we're going to remove all of that. Let's, let's find a space where we can actually talk about a book and not be made fun of for being a nerd or a dork, right? Uh, and, and actually have real conversations about real topics. It's having like frameworks. Like I've been in some groups, some other mindset groups where, you know, it was a little bit like just rah-rah, like very inspirational, if you will. The inspiration is motivating people to, to want to take action. But I often felt like over time, it was very surface level. I wanted tools and frameworks and strategies that would really help me move the needle to empower me, to give me the confidence and the knowledge I needed to actually execute on my goal. Not just, hey, how do you get up out of bed at four in the morning? Will you just get up? Okay, well, I need a little bit more than that. I, I need something that's going to really move the needle in my life. Um, I truly feel that challenge gets us out of our comfort zone and that's where we grow. So having like regular challenges in a variety of different ways to push you out of your comfort zone is a powerful thing. So having a place where we can issue challenges and you can grow that way. And then finally, having accountability, right? Having, having a, a, a team of people, a bench of, of coaches with a variety of modalities and certifications, and then just a community that will cheer you when you're winning. And, you know, like we do Forge Friday in, a, in our group and we're like, hey, share a win. What are you excited about? And people are sharing their wins every week and everyone's cheering each other on. It's taking that moment of like pause and reflecting on what you've accomplished and having people like clap for you. Right. Or it's, it's having a, if you're having a tough time or a problem, like you can go there and actually get like legitimate advice that's usable. <laughs> Cause I see people, they post it out on their Facebook or they post it in a group and you get everyone's opinions on things. And a lot of it's like, just cut out the white noise, just get connected with people that share the same values, uh, cut out the BS and, and, have a community that's going to foster your growth and, and where you feel proud to be a part of. And that's why we created the forge the forge in blacksmithing is a, is a oven where you take a piece of metal. That's very difficult. You can't shape it without putting heat and pressure and banging the hell out with a hammer. That's what the forge is. We're going to turn the pressure up with some challenge and we're going to, we're going to mold you and make you sharper than when you left to make you even more lethal and usable. So that's the, that's the whole concept behind the forge. It's great. It's for everyday people. And we're here to, you know, make you a better leader. And that's why, you know, commitment to growth was one of our, you know, core values, right? Is because in order for it to work, you've got to be ready. Like you've got to be committed to saying, hey, I'm ready to grow. You know, I'm ready to go beyond where I am right now. 
and I'm reading the books, I'm listening to the podcast, but I'm still not really getting traction because I'm not quite, I'm hearing it, but I'm not instilling it. I'm not yeah. taking the steps because I'm really not sure what next step to take. Right. And, and that's it, right? Like when you're surrounded, you know, you, you're, you're a product of who you're surrounded with. Right. And, and this is the opportunity to kind of get around more growth minded people. Maybe you have growth minded people in your life. I know that's tough. You know, I know like when I'm on the path, like a lot of people around me don't get it. <laughs> like you're doing what you're reading, what I never heard of them. I never did. You know, like why do you get up early? Why do you, you know, you, you start to get this um, resistance, you know, and you start to think you're wrong. You know, you start to feel like you're out of place. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Tuesday night, how many like people were talking about like, you know, there's just been like a little bit of funk, you know, coming out of the winter of like, and a lot of people were kind of owning, like I've been slipping and I'm getting back on and, and yeah. people were going, yeah, me too. Me too. And it was like, you know, this little mini me too movement in the, in the forge call where people were like, yeah, I've been, I've been slacking. I'm trying to get back on the bus. And, and that in itself was empowering, right? Because everyone, you know, what was the feedback I did in the call? I'm glad to know I wasn't the only I'm, one struggling. I'm not alone. And there's no judgment. Yeah. There's no one. Cause I've, I've been in some groups where, well, you're just slacking. You're just a piece of crap. But that was like the, the way to motivate and inspire. It's yeah, very thanks. disempowering. Right. Did I get who, that? Who I, you know, when you're not getting it done, who doesn't feel like a piece of crap already? You don't need to remind yeah. me like when, yeah, yeah. when I haven't, you know, been making it to the gym or, or whatever, been struggling. Like you don't need to, I'm, I'm my biggest, I don't need anybody to tell me I'm a piece of crap. <laughs> thanks. And, and I've I've been in groups like that where there's so much ego in there. So like you know you should be up and getting up at four a.m. and blah 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 blah. And it, we take the judgment out. We know that we're we're human, right? We we all and and what I appreciate is even the the coaches and the the leaders, if you will, are sharing the challenges and struggles that they have. Because so I've I've been a part of groups where you have this this leader, this guru, and life is like perfect, and then you see him in the news and like what, what is going on there? Like, I didn't know that was going on. Um, and it's just not, it's not real, relatable relevance and just realizing that we're human and the coaches are just facilitators. We're also students as well. And it's just the community leaning on each other, but to your point, having a place where, Hey, you know what? I'm slipping. There's not going to be any judgment. How can we help you? How can we, how can we support you to be better? Yeah. I mean, it's key. And, and you're surrounded, like say about positive examples and and everyone's got everyone's back and that's where it gets into our next uh, core value we'll talk about next time which is the camaraderie of it right you know uh just being surrounded by you know people that are on the same uh path right maybe not the same endpoint you know we've all got our different goals and objectives and all that stuff but but you got to be on a certain path to get where you want to be um and, and and it starts here you know with that commitment to growth and, and kind of you know being willing to go into the fire you know as you said to to start you know forging, forging away, forging yourself, you know, challenge Yeah, yourself. and as, as I just, I mean, I'm literally this month wrapping up my military career. If you talk to anyone in the military, they've missed the camaraderie. There's, that's so incredibly important to me. And to be able to have this through my own journey has been very, it's been very good for me. And I, and I love that. We want to create that sense of camaraderie and trust in, in community. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, Jay's been leading the forge for what, two years now. And, uh, you know, he's bringing the baby over to the Lion Sky community, and we're all excited about that and open the doors back up. So uh, be, be if you're you know following the Lion Sky stuff, be on the lookout for that. And uh, we'll have the uh, enrollments opening up to let you guys, if you're interested, you know, pop out there and, uh, you know, apply for the Forge. And we'll talk about it and, you know, make sure it's a good fit for you and, you know, 
go do it. Weekly, weekly Tuesday evening calls and a whole lot more to go with that. So, uh, good, my man. Well, well good chat. Um, yeah, that's great. Iron sharpens see. iron. We'll see you in the forge. Iron sharpens irons. So, uh, yeah, man. Well, great, man. Well, look, we're going to get on with the rest of our week. I appreciate everyone coming out again. If, uh, any of that's relevant to you, you need help in any of these areas, uh, whether you need help leading yourself better to reach your own goals or, you know, you, you're a business owner, executive, and want to level up your leadership, or you know, you need help in your organization with the leadership. Go to lionsguide.com, check us out, see what we got going on. We're this is what we love doing, man. So uh, give us the opportunity to serve you. We love it. So uh, reach out there and happy to chat with you and see if we can serve you. So Jay, my man, make it a good week, my friend. Yeah, you too. All right, talk to you soon. After it, do hard things. Do hard things. See you guys. <laughs>